1: So first, they replace Matt Ryan with Sam Ellinger. Then they fire the offensive coordinator, Marcus Brady. No, no, not fired. He's been relieved of his duties as offensive coordinator. And then, as the trade deadline looms, they trade Naeem Hines to the Buffalo Bills for Zach Moss. Is this a team already looking at 2023? Is that what I'm seeing here? Tony Katz, good to be with you guys. Find everything, TonyKatz.Locals.com. JMV joins us right now from 93.5, 107.5, The Fan, 3 to 6 p.m. And and I heard, uh, JMV, I I don't want to put words into your your mouth here. Here's here's what I heard. Here's what the rumor mill told me, that when you learned about the Naeem Hines uh, trade, uh, on air you had yourself a, a little bit of a nutty
0: did I cried a little bit cuz he's a good dude. He's a good dude that was never utilized the right way here. You know, when you think about it, he was a what a uh, fourth round draft selection. They developed him and then constantly the past 2 years, Tony, they've explained just how much better he's going to be. You know, go back to May earlier this year, Frank Reich said, if you got a fantasy football team, you better draft Naheem Hines, which I guess makes a little bit of sense now because now he actually has a quarterback and an offense and a head coach and other things around him now that are Super Bowl worthy. But the Colts never figured out accurately how to use him, and I'm happy for him. I really am. I'm sad for me because 21 is a good dude. He was a good dude for the community, and he was underutilized around here. But I am happy for him because I think he's going to go up there, and I think he's going to be a smash along with – the rest of that offense that's got all those Super Bowl aspirations.
1: I don't think anybody has an issue with Naeem Hines. I think that everybody does like him. And you bring up this conversation about being underutilized uh, by by the Colts. Before we get into what kind of offense we're running, what kind of offense we should be running, because that's really the the conversation you're bringing up, Um, does this signal to you that the Colts have given up on the year? Um, I, I, I,
0: listen, I look at it this way. I think they have just because of the way that they play. I think that they have because of the way their offensive line plays. I think they have because they haven't figured out a way because this offensive line, Tony, you and I have talked about this in the morning and the, uh, the midday, whatever This offensive line is where it all starts. If it fails, this team, this offense, especially is going to fail. They have not found a way to get this thing, not even halfway on track, one of the worst offensive lines right now in the NFL. So it starts right there. And, yeah, I would look at it. I'm just looking at it from what I see. They look absolutely done to me. There's no way Jim Irsay is ever going to say that. He's going to say, hey, you got to believe, and you can look around at the AFC, Tony, and the AFC is not great outside of a couple of teams, Buffalo included. But there is so much ground to make up with the way they have screwed up the first two months of this season. Yeah, I mean, that's the way that it looks to me. And, really, I mean, even though Matt Ryan was a mess, um, and you could suggest that if he kept in there, they kept playing him, that they were tanking the season, I think they know that the writing is on the wall, much like uh, most of us and the fans do right now as well.
1: Talking to JMV from 93.5, 107.5. Uh, the fan, uh, you saw the response from some of, of the Colts players uh, on social media. Is Is this the kind of thing that hits a locker room as, oh, man, this really is as ugly as we, we think it is or is this the business man and they're going to welcome zach moss uh from the bills uh to the team and they're just going to keep on on slugging away does it really affect morale
0: i'd expect these dudes to be professional
1: but i don't know if
0: it's going to uh, affect the morale any more than you know what you hear you go back to last week tony when they installed sam ellinger as the quarterback it was a week ago monday and the reaction to the locker room was of surprise, but from what I've been told, the suggestion is that there was not only some surprise, but there were folks in there that weren't happy about that, They wondered, okay, so where's this thing going here? You're talking about a six-round selection, You know, we were sold on this product of Matt Ryan. We were sold on if something happens to Matt Ryan, here comes a guy that's you know been a part of a Super Bowl winning team and quarterbacked in the Super Bowl to a win and Nick Foles. And now you're bringing up this guy that has never taken a starter snap in the NFL. I think it was more than just surprise last week, Tony. I think that there was. I'm not going to suggest complete dissension, but I think that there was a differing in opinions in that locker room amongst these players about the direction of this team. That leads to, I think, more of an issue at times than certainly moving on from Naheem. But it all can have, when you kind of upset things personnel-wise in the locker room, it can all have an effect, sometimes major, sometimes slightly.
1: Talking about Zach Moss. We're getting this running back, but we seem to be a team... That has running backs. We've got Jonathan Taylor. We we have uh, 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 Dion. We we have, there's somebody else. Philip Lindsey. Uh, we we also have as well a guy who has has a history of playing very very well. Has been to a Pro Bowl. We've got running backs. We don't have a fullback. We've got running backs. Talking about Zach Moss. Does he fit into this organization or is he going to end up on a waiver wire somewhere? What's the story?
0: I hate to say it this way. Who cares? Seriously. I mean. It's no, 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 no. 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 <laughs> no. Yeah, no. You got to. Ca- <laughs> No, 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 seriously. Uh, I, I hope that he has a role, but here's what's going to happen, Tony. He's going to come in, and occasionally he's going to he do something. You're going to go, oh, wow, that's great. And then you're going to forget about it. You want to know why? Because this overall offense is broken. This overall offense isn't going to do anything. Think about last Sunday, and I'm really happy for the kid I am. I know it sounds like but I'm hardcore on Sam Ellinger, and I am not. I am happy for what he did. He didn't crap down his leg in that game, he looked just fine in that first start, they still scored 16 points. I mean, come on. There's no offense in the NFL where you can suggest they're going to win any game and especially string some together when you score 16 points. This offense is broken, and if you bring up, you know, a guy that basically had lost reps in Buffalo uh, because of his level of play and because he fumbled the football, you might get a moment here or there, much like we've seen with this offense, where you can go, oh, wow, great, I'm glad we have him. And then you're going to get a lot of moments where this offense doesn't go anywhere and you're going to completely forget about it. So that's why I kind of take the, yeah, I don't really care because the offense is broken and it really ultimately doesn't matter, I guess, Tony.
1: That's what brings us back to the weirdness of this trade. I have been staring at this all night. This trade doesn't make sense to the outsider because we get Zach Moss, who I have nothing against, and a six-round conditional pick for, for Naeem Hines. So yeah. what was the purpose here? Did Hines ask for the trade? Is there a serious money consideration here when we talk about contracts that free up cap space for the future for us? Uh, what's, what's the win here for the Colts? Now,
0: you Hines know, did not directly ask for the trade, but through his representation, was going to be cool if they would find a new seat for him because a couple of weeks ago, maybe even a month ago, he was you know, talking about this offense and the offensive woes after a game and said, hey, you know, look how many different quarterbacks there have been in here, and you could tell that there was a level of frustration. He had a level of frustration after last year with the way that he was utilized because he signed a new contract, and then you know you get some fans pointing the finger and saying, hey, this guy isn't worth it. They overpaid for him. What does he do? He doesn't produce. And he wants to go or wanted to go to a place to where he felt his talents were going to be completely utilized, and Buffalo was that place. So his reps suggested that he be traded, but not so much from Nahin. I mean, he's, he's a, a cool dude, and he's not going to do that. But, yeah, he was not at all sad that the folks that represent him helped out in this cause to get him dealt someplace else.
1: But when you take a look at Buffalo, who is he behind in in that chart? I know you got James Cook and some others. Uh, My I'm, I'm, name's eluding me right now. Yeah. Who is he behind or is he going to start being a featured back? Well, in was, um Yeah, in, in Buffalo. Different. I mean, you got Devin Singletary, you got Cook. Where where does he fit? Well, I mean, he's, he's, he's
0: after Singletary, Singletary is is their starter. What's interesting, I think, with the dynamic, Tony, with Buffalo is, you know, Josh Allen is the guy that spreads the ball around. Josh Allen is also, when they run RPOs, that's a run-pass option, um, he oftentimes keeps it. Now, at some point, much like we saw with Andrew Luck, he's going to get broken in half, and then people are going to go from saying, wow, this guy's a tough runner, to, oh, I wish he wouldn't get broken in half. He's going to miss some games. Now, that time's not now and they may very well win a Super Bowl before that time happens. But at some point, somebody's going to break Josh Allen in half. But he runs the RPO. Sometimes he runs it. Sometimes he gets it off. Sometimes right. he backs up and finds Stefan Diggs down the field. So they have a variety of assets with that offense that they can utilize. I just think that Naheem fits in really well what they want to do and really, to me, makes that offense in Buffalo even more potent than it was prior to his addition and we're finally going to see his talents utilized with an innovative slash talented offense in Buffalo.